Hello, hello, and welcome to Sustainability Explored. Every week, as always on Thursdays, this podcast navigates new topics through interviews with the most disruptive minds in sustainability. For those who don't know me, my name is Anna. I'm an environmentalist, sustainability consultant, the host of this show, and since recently also a career in sustainability personal consultant. Over the course of this year, I've been helping individuals including, by the way, the listeners of this podcast, to find their way in sustainability. And knowing how well these guys perform right now truly makes my heart sing. Now I'm open to a small number of advising, consulting, and coaching engagements. So if you're interested, you can book a session on my website. All the details are in the description. Check them out. Well, back to why we are here today, the interview with the expert. Today with us, we have David Goodman, chairman and CEO of Eden Arc Group, a service that uses the world's premier sustainability certification for specifically small and medium-sized organizations to help clients differentiate from competitors and grow faster while also saving money, improving staff, improving staff performance and doing the right thing for the environment and future generations. David started his career in advertising and marketing, working for the largest and third largest ad agencies in the world, serving clients such as Pillsbury, Heinz, Keebler, Kimberly-Clark, Salada Tea, and Kraft. Later, becoming a partner in the world's largest commercial real estate company, he had responsibility for 21 offices and 40 million square feet of commercial space. It was during this period that he learned how to improve building energy efficiency and how to use CAPEX to generate positive return on investment. He owned and ran an international window and door manufacturer, so he has sat on the supplier side of providing products to help buildings improve their safety and energy savings. All of this All of his learnings, findings, and expertise, all of this experience have led David to starting at an art group eventually. It's headquartered in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, USA. Via the Edenar Group ISO 14001 program, which is uh, concerning the environmental management, published, the the ISO 14001 program, published by the United Nations under Project 521. He provides the world's premier corporate environmental sustainability certification for SMEs, small-medium enterprises, including the best you can be employee performance enhancement service. Just recently, in mid-November really, Regenesis Asia, the premier sustainability promoter in Southeastern Asia, partnered with Zureli and Edenar Group to promote, eventually, an environmental sustainability certification for SMEs. Via this partnership, Regenesis Asia and Zureli will promote the Edenar Group ISO 14001 certification to the small and mid-sized businesses community in Malaysia, Singapore, and the Philippines. This is the type of business truly going wild, going worldwide. Uh, what are the better news that we, can, we could hear by the end of this year? 
If you're ready, let's get this interview started and you will learn how small and medium enterprises can improve their performance and achieve even better sometimes results than big corporations and companies that have all the resources to undergo this ISO 14001 certification. Again, it's about environmental management uh, of the processes of the organization and how they can uh, become appealing, even more appealing to their consumers. All right, I won't waste any more time Let's jump right into our interview with David. Hi, David. Nice having you with us at Sustainability Explored. Let's start straight with your background and what motivated you to open Eden Art Group and do the work you are doing on sustainability certification for small and medium enterprises. So, so Eden Art Group has been around for 23 years. Eden Art Group was formed as a real estate brokerage. Uh, it is an international real estate advisory company. It, over the years, became a foundation that we use to do business turnarounds and corporate enhancement. One of the functions that we provide and have provided for two decades is uh, corporate turnaround work. So we're hired often by private equity groups or venture capitalists or corporate ownerships to go in and turn companies around. A few years ago, because part of our background is in commercial real estate, I was, I was a partner in a very large real estate company for many, many years and ran 40 million square feet. We felt that there was an opportunity to create the program that we now have, which is taking the world's premier sustainability standard, which is the ISO 14001, which in and of itself, it is, it is far, far and away the world's best sustainability certification, but it's monster. It's, it's a big program and only the big companies can use it. And we felt that if you could take that standard and scale it out at a price and a design that could be affordable for the small to mid-sized business, you could give that group of businesses, which is you know the biggest, I mean, that's 99% of all the businesses in the world, you would give them a new point of difference. Big companies, they have the money to create brand image that's separate from their people. You know, big companies have brands and they create advertising campaigns for those brands. Smaller companies don't have that availability of funding, so they're, they are much, much more sales-oriented versus marketing-oriented. And, and so it's very hard for a small to mid-sized business to differentiate, to find a way to be different from their peers because they're all very sales-centric. However, sustainability certification is what all consumers, well, 88% of all consumers want companies to be. They, they, consumers want companies to be certified sustainable. So how do these small to mid-sized companies use sustainability to differentiate our program? 
I saw on your website that even Edenark Group as a company is ISO 14000 certified. How would you explain the difference between what you suggest as a certification for SMEs and the ISO certification? What's the difference in the core like certification itself? The ISO 14001, when we help a client become certified under the Edenart Group ISO 14001, the company is getting the full ISO 14001. What ISO does to protect its brand is it requires any organization that is helping clients become certified under any of its brands, be it the 14,001, the 50,001, the 9,001, it requires that advisor company to attach its own name to its application. So the client is getting the ISO 14,001, period. different is that we took the ISO 14001 and we gained permission to scale it out in a fashion that is cost acceptable, benefiting the small business. We're, our pricing is five to 10% of the normal cost. Um, it's, I, that's not five to 10% less, that is 90 to 95% less. So the, the, the difference in price is, is dramatic because of the way we scaled out the, the, the program. So it's the same program. It's the, the client gets the ISO 14001 just like a bigger company would get, but they get it at a fraction of the cost. Sounds like a charity. <laughs> well, we have one of the things that we've struggled with is that the pricing is so dramatically different that some people question that they say whoa it, it, how can it be mm-hmm. there are four costs that a client has when it considers a legitimate certification the cost of the advisor company, us, the internal cost of its own staff helping us compile the data necessary for the application. The third piece is anytime you have a legitimate certification, you have to have a third party do an audit to verify that everything was done right. So you have a third party auditor and then you have the improvements, the capital improvements that are done by the client company to qualify for the certification. We took the ISO 14001 and we scaled it out. So there's only six forms. So our time invested and the auditor's time invested and the client's personnel time invested is very, very small. And when you remove time, you remove cost. So the key piece to our program is that we've just simplified 
the review and the application and the audit components to make it very, very, very fast. We get in and we get out very quickly. Yeah, fast and affordable. You mentioned earlier that more and more consumers demand this certification from the businesses they are buying from. Like what happened? Why, why did it suddenly become this important? And how the canvas changed with the COVID-19? Do you see more demand in certification or less because people sell less and in general the unemployment is higher and less people are involved in the business operations? So we've seen a, a, a significant increase in consumer demand for certified sustainable companies. I think that everybody sort of looks at COVID as a symptom of a larger problem of, you know, the earth's environment maybe being not in line. So the first, the first answer to your question is what have we historically seen in terms of consumer demand? And what we've historically seen is that 87% of the under 40 consumer group, which is the largest consumer group, will move their business from where they're currently purchasing to a certified sustainable company if they find it. So nine out of 10 of the under 40. If you look at all age groups, the number is 71%. So seven out of 10 of all consumers will move their purchases from where they're purchasing to a certified sustainable company. What that creates is somewhere between one and two trillion dollars in available low-hanging fruit opportunity for businesses who become certified sustainable and then wave a flag and say, we've become certified sustainable, we're a good corporate citizen. Certified sustainable companies prior to the virus, because of that consumer demand, were growing 5.6 times faster than their non-certified competitive peers, 5.6 times. Since the virus, that difference has grown to 7.1 times. So, so before the virus, a company that becomes certified sustainable is going to outpace its peers five times. Since the virus, it's seven times. So the consumer has become even more sensitive to certified sustainable companies because of the virus. Now, what that's done for companies, your point about the, let's call it the reduced spending by consumers. We know that there are some industries that haven't been affected much by the virus. Other industries have been affected significantly by the virus. And so what's happened is in those industries that have been affected, where there is less consumer spending, those companies are basically fishing in a smaller pond and there's more, you know, they're the same number of, unless they've, uh, unless some of their peer group have already failed and gone out of business, you've got the same amount of competitors trying to get 
fewer consumers. So having a point of difference, having, having something that, that makes you look like a better corporate citizen is so critically important. And that's why these companies, certified sustainable companies, are growing faster. Because even though there is less consumer spending in some sectors, they are able to differentiate themselves and stand out among their peers. Say you have a company and they were producing a product or a service before they got certified, the price was one. After they got certified, does it mean that they want the return on investment on this certification? Does it mean the product or service will become more expensive for the consumers? Let me, let me answer that in two ways. Let me, let me answer it in terms of the data that we know about the consumer's willingness to pay more, and then I'll answer it in terms of the actual return on investment that the company needs. Consumers, that group that I was talking about, that 70 to 90% of consumers that will move their business to certified sustainable companies, they will pay 10 to 15% more for a company that is certified sustainable. So they will pay more money. However, the cost of our certification is so small. And when we make improvements to the company, the things that we're doing are all positive ROI projects we don't recommend anything and the company doesn't accept anything that the company doesn't see a positive return on investment for. So the cost of the program should not, will not impact the company's pricing. So the company can become certified sustainable under the Edenart Group ISO 14001 program without meaningful internal cost and without impact of their pricing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that explains a lot. Uh, right now, Eden R Group is present only in the U.S. or have you started expanding geographically? Now, we, the certifications, the standard is in over 170 countries. And so uh, there are very few countries around the world that we cannot certify a client in. We can certify in Ukraine. We can certify anywhere. If a client or a prospective client would wish to become certified, no matter where they are, we can help them become certified. We can then help them promote. There, we, have, we have relationships with directories around the world, directories of certified sustainable companies. So we then help the company promote its products and its services within these platforms that get the word out to the consumer. I am curious, the clients come to you pre-convinced or do you have to convince them also? And if so, how do you do that? Some clients just contact us and they've, they've been pre-convinced or they've looked at our website and, and, and they already know that this is a good program. Other companies that will be introduced to us through a, a mutual relationship. We have people around the world that know about us, that know what we do, and so they, they recommend that their friends contact us or their associates. And, and so there will be that initial discussion where 
the typical conversation is the company saying, I understand energy efficient products. I understand that if you help me become more energy efficient, like put in some LEDs or, or do energy control systems, that my costs will go down. I understand that piece. What I'm confused about is the promotional benefit, the fact that, that I will be able to increase sales. And we can't guarantee that they will see the kind of sales gains that other companies have enjoyed. But common sense tells us that if you have a new point of difference in whatever fashion that the consumer likes, the, the consumer is going to be more inclined to buy from you. So whether it's sustainability, whether it's any other point of difference, of course, sustainability right now is very important to consumers, but, but as long as your company has a point of difference that, is, that makes it look better than the competition, consumers usually buy more from you. So as, as we walk them through that and they, they, they think it through, it, it's common sense. And then they say, okay, I, now I understand. Absolutely. Sustainability is all about common sense. I wondered what, based on your experience and your expertise in the field, which sector, industry sector, is most prevailing in, in your client's portfolio? Which industry cares the most about their certification? I wish that I could answer that. It is not sector-driven, it is leadership-driven. It, it all boils down to having company leadership that is planning for the future, is looking to be a leader, is looking to be ahead of its peer group. All industries have leaders and followers. And those organizations that are the leaders in the sector, they're the leaders for a reason. They have the, their first in market share, they make more money, they're just better. And it's, it's usually those that come to us because they're already planning for the next step. And they see that this is an opportunity for them to continually stay ahead of their peers. I mean, what we know based on data is certified sustainable companies have a 67% premium in investor return on investment versus their non-certified peers. So the, the chicken and egg question, is that because they're certified sustainable or is it because their leadership is smarter and becoming certified sustainable is just one of the many things that they've done to be better? I don't know, but certified sustainable companies perform better and it's all driven by the leadership planning better and doing smarter things absolutely there is no better there, there is no better answer to this question i guess i wonder what do they gain they gain uh, cost reduction they gain as you say these low-hanging fruits that they can fix in their processes uh, reputation, but what else? What am I not seeing in the big picture? So, so in ranking, 
the first thing is it's the right thing to do. And we should be able to just stop the conversation right there. It's the right thing to do. You understand that, and I understand that, but how to convince business owners? And, 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 and many businesses are understanding that. If it doesn't hurt them cost-wise or time-wise, time is a big issue also. They don't want their team to be so consumed with this project that they can't do their day job. And if we can show them, convince them that it's not going to cost them much money and it's not going to cost them much time, then it is the right thing to do. The next biggest point is it gives them a platform to be a voice. And one of the things that we challenge all of our new potential clients with and then we challenge them through the process all the way through to when they become certified and after is you now have a responsibility. You, you've taken this on. Let's, let's, step, let's step away from the financial benefit for a second. You've become or you're going to become certified sustainable. You now have the responsibility to go out and talk to others. So being a voice is right under it being the right thing to do. After that, now we get to the, the, the money side. Typically, a somewhere, the, the averages say about 15 to 30% increase in sales, but let's just say they're going to enjoy a sales increase if they promote and follow our recommendations. Uh, so, so sales and revenue will go up. Being that we must reduce their energy consumption, i.e. their cost, to certify them, their costs will go down. So if your revenues go up and your costs go down, profit will increase. So, so their sales will go up, their costs will go down, and they will make more money. So those things will happen. I can't guarantee how much, but it will happen. And it will and there will be more of that than the cost of the program. So at the end of the day, the the program is not costing them anything. They're going to make a lot more money than the cost of the program. So the right thing to do, it gives them a voice and it's financially sound. The fourth piece which we don't talk about much is sustainability is about people. There are other programs in the green space, energy reduction programs that are all about energy reduction, the energy reduction of the box. But sustainability is about people and how people perform in the environment. If you claim that you have a sustainability program, and if you do not have a people piece that addresses performance, health, and safety of the employees of that company, you really don't have a sustainability program. You may have a very wonderful energy reduction program, but not a sustainability program. And people respond to things that are about people. 
So sustainability and the reason why consumers buy more from certified sustainable companies is because sustainability is about helping people. So one of the things that we bring to the table is improvement of employee performance, health, safety, and that is very beneficial to a company. We address things like insomnia, stress, anxiety, physical pain, and mental acuity. So that is, a, is, a, is, is very beneficial to the operation and the financials of that company. Right. And which challenges do you see? Or let's rephrase it. What do you wish changes in the industry of certification so that it becomes easier to work and to breathe? I, I think the, the, um, the challenge and the change are both the same thing. We are way out in front of everyone else in the world in terms of both the price, the promotional aspect, benefiting the revenue side, and the people piece. No other organization in the world is doing that. But when you're in front, you spend an enormous amount of time on education rather than just selling. So being in front is a good thing, but it's also, it, it occupies a lot of our time in explaining what we do rather than just talking about the, the execution and, 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 and getting the contract. So as this industry, as sustainability evolves and matures, and as corporate leaders become more comfortable with the benefits, then we'll see more accepted and, 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 and sign up. But right now, to your earlier question about, you know, what do we face when a company just comes to us? A lot of discussion on what we do and how we do it, uh, which in a few years, we probably won't have to do that much of. How long does it take to certify, to, to lead the company from the moment they came to you super convinced we want, we want this to the point they received the certification? What's the time frame? So the, that is tied to the improvements that we agree to do and that's tied to running return on investment estimates so that the client can make a decision. We have six forms. I could certify a company from the day they sign to certification in a month. The, the six forms are very quick and we, the review process is very quick. But what typically happens is we ask the company for their energy bills. Then we do a review of their facility. We think about it some. We come back them with recommendations. They think about it some. And it takes us time collectively to decide what changes they're going to make. Are they going to put energy controls in? Are they going to do a meatless Monday and reduce their carbon footprint? What are they going to do? So once we make that decision, then I submit the application and the company is certified based on the application, not based on the finished work. 
So they're, they're certified on the promise that they'll do the work, not once the construction work is done. So we get them certified very quickly. And as soon as we decide on what we're going to do, then it's, it's instantaneous. But that decision process of reviewing, talking, deciding, running numbers, that can take weeks. Mm -hmm. And the final certification is bears the name of ISO? So it's the Eden Art Group ISO 14001. It has, it has our logo on it. It, it, is a, it is a logo that the client then uses in all of their marketing, their, their website, their social media, their emails, their, their promotions. Anytime they make a presentation to a client, they incorporate it. It becomes part of everything they do and they say because, again, it's their job to be a voice. It's their job to take it forward. And the more they talk about it, the more good things happen. And it's their job to take ownership of their own efforts and exactly being that voice and that change we all want to see in the world. And, and when they do, it's like everything else in life. When you, when you, if you start exercising, you typically exercise more and exercise more and exercise more and it becomes fun. It's the same thing with this. If you, if you embrace it and, and, and you see the value, then it becomes easy. It becomes fun. And companies enjoy doing it, and they're proud of it. And when they're proud of it, it comes out, and it, it, it shows. And, and then other companies say, wow, you know, that, that seems like a pretty neat thing. Those guys over there seem pretty happy about what they're doing. So good things happen if you embrace the program and, 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 and carry it forward. Brilliant. On this positive note, last question that I always ask my guests, one piece of advice for the listeners of Sustainability Explored. If nine out of 10 consumers want you to do something, and there's approximately $2 trillion in potential business that you could take from your competitors. And if it's the right thing to do, and if it's not going to cost much and your sales are going to go up. Go for it. <laughs> it's just, it, I, what I would recommend is, if nothing else, check it out. Ask the question of, well, how much is this going to cost me? And how, how much time is it going to take my company? Get, get your answers because odds are your competitors might be doing it and you you want to be first you you want to be a market leader you want to you want to do this because it's the right thing to do but you also want to do it for market leadership yeah there is no you know standing still there is either progressive or aggressive movement so once you're standing still you're going backwards that's right how it works. David, thank you so much for sharing your ideas and knowledge and expertise with us on the sustainability certification for SMEs, small and medium enterprises. And I wish you all the best of success with R Group and certifying more and more, uh, dragging more and more SMEs to the bright side. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, goodbye. Bye. As always, Thank you so much for joining us today for this conversation about sustainability certification for small and medium enterprises. I really appreciate you taking the time 
to listen through this episode. And I, I really hope you learned something new today because it seems to me that David broke down the, the subject in a very digestible, very manageable pieces of content, pieces of information. As always, if you have any questions for me or David, we are both easily findable on LinkedIn. Reach out, ask your questions, challenge us with more questions, and we're always happy to talk, especially me. If you like the podcast, you know what to do. Subscribe, follow, comment. Uh, your comments always make me very happy. You can leave a review on Podchaser. I reply each and every one in person. And it always makes me over the moon happy to see what you think about each and every new episode at Sustainability Explored. As you have probably noticed by now, I always suggest related episodes that we produced on the similar or even same topic. And it will probably make it easier for you to understand what David was saying today if you listen to another episode I did with Pierre Servan, it was the episode called ISO certification, what you need to, to know as a business uh, interview with Pierre Servan. It was out on August 13, this year, 2020. And a slightly more recent one, the Cradle to Cradle certification explained with Aglaya Gomez from Eco Intelligent Growth. Well, this is for you about certification. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I always say we have a, a Facebook group, LinkedIn page, ask your questions, comment, reach out to me. Uh, check this episode on YouTube once it's available. Most of our interviews are sitting on YouTube in the form of videos. So you can virtually meet our guests. And uh, this was Sustainability Explored episode number 67, season six, and me, your host, Anna Chashina. Thank you again so much for listening, for being with us today and always. And until next time, next Thursday, take care, stay sustainable. Bye-bye.